Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Last Life Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing world and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support the show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links, including email, will also be in the description. We have Trevor with us because we have a bunch of cool things to talk about. You know, Trevor, obviously I'll let you intro yourself, but we'll jump right into Elden Ring because I think that's what everyone wants to talk about right now. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, happy to be here as always. And yes, lots and lots of games and loving every second of it. So you are two hours into Elden Ring on your Xbox. And like, how has that been? Has it been life changing? <laughs> uh, it is. It's very exciting for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, very, very early on. I don't feel like I did much at all in those two hours. Uh, I uh, got into the open world. You spend a little bit of time indoors uh, to start off where they kind of, you know, do the typical teach you, you know, how to swing a sword and everything. Um, it looks very good compared to obviously previous Souls games uh, on, uh, on, well, I guess this is the first one on uh, the next gen platforms, but uh, you know, played every, all the previous ones on the older ones. And uh, it looks very good, especially when you get into that massive open world. Um, right off the bat, you get into that open world and there is like a boss right there and I went right for him and he destroyed me. Uh, I tried again, he destroyed me again and I walked around him, which was refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming uh, that, is that like an optional boss or is that like part of the story? Uh, so the way it seems to work is um, they do guide you a bit. Uh, so there's no like clear markers on the map or anything yet that I noticed. Um, but they they kind of have a path that points you in the direction from your bonfires. They're, they're not bonfires. I, I just played this morning. The, the name's escaping me what they call them in here. Um, but basically from those uh, your, your typical bonfire type places, they kind of guide you from there. They, they have a trail pointing you in the direction. Um, and that trail doesn't go uh, on and on. It, it kind of just points you in the direction. You go that way you'll eventually get to another one and then it'll point you in the other direction. So that's kind of like your main path. So that one boss was in the way, like it, it was like towards the, it was pointing towards him, but obviously he wasn't blocking anything that I couldn't go around him. So um, I think he's optional. He, he seemed very hard. <laughs> so um, <laughs> uh, I don't think he, he was part of the, where I had to go. So I got to a mini boss though. Um, he didn't, he didn't have the full health bar, but he, he, had a bigger health bar than most enemies and uh he was tough he he was a big troll that was like on a bridge <laughs> um so i i took him down and and kind of got a little bit past that so that is the main path and he was blocking it i mean i probably could have ran, ran around him actually now that i think of it so but is there definitely... like any leveling up you got to do along the way like you got to make sure that you have enough stats to be able to take on these bosses yeah i mean it, it is very much a dark souls game okay uh, through and through you have levels you you level up at the bonfire you um uh yeah like you you do i'm trying to think what was the other options you have your flasks of course you can upgrade your flasks um and yeah i mean it is it is just pretty much your your typical dark souls you get your horse very early on which is very fun uh jumping on the horse and 
running around and attacking on the horse is very cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty much as far as I got on right now. Uh, it's, it's just so early to tell, but I mean, it is very, very exciting. Just being a big fan of the dark souls games and having this just massive world where you get more freedom. You, you can pick up herbs and there's like herbs <laughs> on the ground to pick up for crafting and stuff. Um, so it is, it is very much that open world game, but it is not like, um, from what I heard and definitely what I could tell you, you're not getting this map littered with icons. You're, it's very much like, it's going to point you in a direction that will be your kind of your main path, but you could kind of just go wherever at the moment. It didn't seem like there was any barriers. So is there like, is there something about it that's like sticking out to you and you can kind of say, yep, like this is a game that deserves a 97 on Metacritic, like, or does that not hit you yet? It, it definitely hasn't hit me yet. It is. It, it's just so early, right? Like at the moment, it it's not that different from a Dark Souls game um, because I started off in a in very linear corridor type area. Um, I, you know, obviously got into a big open area, but, um, you know, in the past games, they had big open areas too. Uh, this one clearly keeps going and going though. So um the biggest difference so far has been yeah obviously the horse <laughs> having the horse to move around very and the fast. map i guess too the, and having a map that was weird <laughs> yeah sure. like uh being able to pull open a map and um one other mechanic uh oh yeah so there's actually a couple of mechanics that that are new so um one is that like when you do beat like a group of like so there's certain uh like uh so for example there was one camp which had a bunch of knights um, I, I fought my way through that. Um, upon finding my way through that, it actually gave me some of my flasks back, which oh. in, in the past never would have happened. You always had to go to the bonfire to get them back. Um, so I've noticed that, that that has been happening very consistently throughout. So in areas where there's just a group of guys, if you take them all out, it gives you one or two flasks back. It never gives you all back, for uh, at least none... I don't think any have given me all back. Maybe I actually did when I beat that troll, I got most of them back. But um, so they do give you some back. And then on top of, um, uh, really should have looked up the name, the bon- I'll just keep calling them bonfires. Yeah. Uh, on top of the bonfires, there's also these statues that are, are kind of scattered around. Um, so you, when you do die, you have a choice to either go back to the statue or to your previous bonfire. Um, so. Oh it's kind of like a it's more or less a checkpoint um but it's it's the same thing just you can't do anything at those statues it's just like a respawn spot so you'll That's die pretty cool say, yeah so say do you want to go to your bonfire or do you want to go to the statue um it doesn't give you any indication you have to kind of keep track of like which is closer because i was like well the bonfire is right outside this troll which i just died to um, so I tried the statue because I was just like, I don't remember. The last statue was a little bit further back and it brought me to that further back statue. So no indication of which is closer. So you just kind of have to remember the last statue you went by. Um, and then uh, there is a little bit of a, um, it was there before, but you can actually, I'm not sure. Could you crouch in previous games? Uh, in Sekiro, you can. you could. Yeah, um, not any other, in, any other, yeah. the medieval ones. So you can crouch in here. Um, so you can kind of, like I said, that there was a camp with a bunch of guards. You can actually kind of stealth your way and backstab a whole bunch of them. Um, backstabbing most of them was instant kills. So I kind of stealth half, more than half of that camp and then kind of just fought a couple on their own. 
oh, I love this. I love that they let you do this. Yeah. So that that's probably one of the, the biggest things that stuck out. So that was very, very cool to see, in, in, especially in this game where in the past it's always you maybe can backstab one person, but then you're going to have to mow down everyone else. Head yeah. On. I mean, but like, are you feeling that it's not as difficult as Sekiro or, or the other games? Or do you, I mean, you started off by saying that you had a boss and you fought him like a bunch of times and you had to go around him in the end. Yeah. I, I tried to take him on two times, but both times, like I didn't really put a dent into him. And, <laughs> uh, and of course just starting out to gain, gain my bearings again and everything. So I, I was just like, um, I really don't know if I can, I'm, I'm sure in, in, you know, as these games typically are, you can almost beat anything if you're good enough. Um, So I figured you could beat them, but I don't think the intention is for the average person to beat them. I think it was like, you can, I think they're kind of, they were trying to teach you that, Hey, you can go around. Um, So that, that boss was hard and I haven't, actually faced a boss on the main path just that kind of mini boss which he was tough i mean he he took me down twice before i got him um but he wasn't his patterns were pretty recognizable and and avoidable so he wasn't too bad uh there is like some instances like uh one thing actually in that that camp um I was, uh, I, I, one of the guards saw me and he actually pulled out a horn and blew it. And like eight of them came out of every, nowhere and they started <laughs> chasing me down. And I was like, are you, so I just, I just booked it. Um, so that was kind of neat too. So there's definitely open world elements here that you've seen in some other games that you've not seen in these Dark Souls before. It's interesting because this is a game I feel like has a weird like set of, it just has like this mainstream appeal. Because I have like people who don't really play video games as much or play like, you know, FIFA or Call of Duty and, and that's it. And they're like, yo, man, this Elden Ring game looks pretty good. Like, have you have you got it? Have you pre-ordered it? My sister as well, who's like not really into gaming and she has a Nintendo Switch and she games here and there. She was asking me about Elden Ring and being like, yeah, that looks pretty cool. I'm like, how has this, you know, reached to this point? Like when you look at the game and we know what the game is. I'm like, this is not a game that would have mainstream appeal. But for some reason, Everyone wants to know about Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, uh, it is kind of crazy, and you know, based off the two hours at the moment right now, I'm like, it's. I thought it was going to be easier, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of based on what I read, I've heard about people one shotting bosses more often and and that kind of stuff. Um, but like I said, like there was a couple instances where it was like, maybe I went in there again thinking it was just going to be a little bit more of a cakewalk, um, and kind of got my uh ass kicked a bit um yeah but it, it yeah so i mean it's still tough no doubt about it. it it doesn't feel super accessible at the moment um so i don't know maybe as you get you know like i said get your bearings back and uh start to get in in it again uh maybe it does get easier as you go but right now it's it's still a little tough and i actually don't know if they have crossplay because i wonder how the multiplayer works and i was going to suggest that you and i tried but you and i both have it on on different consoles because i want to know how that works for this game as opposed to how it worked with bloodborne because in bloodborne it was like someone would kind of jump into your instance of that game and you know you can kind of like they can jump in your game help you help you defeat a boss but then you would have to jump into their instance and defeat the same boss so that they would progress and i wonder how they can do that with this one is it possible for us to actually play the entire story, entire campaign of sorts together. My 
first indication is not that is not the case um, because I you basically you get a couple items early on. One is you basically put down your your mark that you'll help someone, and there was one that implied you would call in someone for help. Um, I see, and I don't know, like I didn't try either of them, so I'm not sure if you calling in can actually let you target a friend or something. Um, so I'm I'm not quite sure how any of that works. Uh, and I there was an option for cross platform. I think um, that's good. Yeah, and it wasn't enabled by default uh, or whatever it was. Um, it was cross something, and it was not enabled. So there might be something there. Um, the online was just not working at all for me, actually. So uh, now that I recall, when I first fired it up, it failed to connect to the network. So I was in offline mode the entire time. It'll be interesting to check that out if the crossplay is a thing and, you know, hopefully it's something that they've kind of worked on because I can, I know that one of the things that I was reading on online and, and people were bringing up about how the multiplayer part of Elden Ring actually makes it a much more easier game to digest for people that are not really into these kinds of games. Apparently it basically makes it like a cakewalk, but you can experience what From Software does and that game and everything. So I was like thinking, I'm like, okay, this is at least making it accessible when you, if you have a couple of friends that are like, I think, I think you can play up to four, four people. I could be wrong, but oh, I just really? want to, wow. because I, I feel like I, I don't know, maybe I saw uh, something, maybe it could be just two, but I just like the idea that, you know, cause like obviously the mainline story and stuff, that's fine, but there'll be optional bosses like in sector. Like I was telling you about that demon. That's like just ridiculous. Right. But it'd be fun that you're like, okay, like I would want to get better at this and beat this demon. But if I have a friend that jumps in, we struggle together, have a fun time, defeat this boss, feel accomplished. I think that'll be so much more fun. So I don't know why they don't just make it like a lobby kind of a thing and you just jump into like an area and, and you know, I don't know, maybe maybe from software is like, nah, this is not our type of game. It's not what we do. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, um, I do hope there is more options. I do remember reading something too about that they were going to make the co-op more accessible. So maybe it's just to your point that it's easier just to bring someone into your game than it was before. Um, so you always can have some help beating those bosses and maybe that is what makes it uh, more accessible. And, and I think before we talk about our, our next game, I definitely need to bring up the performance. So you're playing on Xbox and I know there's a whole thing about PC right now with PC having a bunch of issues, but especially for the console players, like what's the what's it feeling like right now? Yeah, so for me, um, right off the bat, it was running perfectly fine it, it was super smooth um but you do start in an indoor area um and as soon as i got into that open world it, you do notice the frame rate definitely goes cuts back um i do believe i was uh at least getting around 30 if not a fair bit more um but and you were in performance mode which is supposed to be a 60 yeah. fps lock it, oh it is a yeah it's not <laughs> yeah <laughs> I didn't know that. I just knew it was performance mode. I didn't know it was supposed to be fixed 60. It yeah. is definitely not right now. Um, yeah, it sounds like that they their day one patch made some stuff worse. Um, sounds like maybe on the performance side. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it didn't feel really bad though. Like um, at no point was I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to play it this way. Like, and it is kind of going back when I think back to I mean, I obviously have higher expectations now than before. Yeah. Um, but before, you always played these games at 30, right? Um, so, again, it's not an excuse, but it, it is playable. Um, it's not great. It's definitely not ideal. Um, but I'm 
confident they'll fix it and they'll at least make it better. I know. I mean, I, I know it's like so tough to kind of hold off on these games, but I feel like if people are worried and, and, and want a 60 FPS lock, maybe wait for a week. Uh, they, they seem to be pretty good. Like we saw with Dying Light 2 and even Sifu and stuff like that, they, they do push out stuff quick. So yeah. I'm hoping they do because for me, like I, I love Sekiro because it was 60 FPS on my PC and it just felt so good with that, you know, with that setup. And like Elden Ring doesn't, I don't know, again, like I haven't played it. I don't know if it's that high intensity, high paced and whatever, but now I'm so used to at least getting 60 FPS, even Horizon, which we'll be talking about now. Uh, Horizon as well, like I played that on 60, even though people are like, oh, the uh, like the resolution mode looks really great. I'm like, no, I don't care what it looks like, what ray tracing, what net, whatever. I need it to be 60. So with that, we can actually jump into talking about Horizon Forbidden West. So you have finished this game. <laughs> uh, yes, I have. I, I did a little marathon on the long weekend and uh, wrapped it up. Um, yeah, man, that is... Uh, uh here actually amon did you like um horizon zero dawn i like okay liked it <laughs> like i don't know you want to say i liked it it was kind of a little bit below like i it was i enjoyed the game but like the gameplay for me was a little off especially with with humans yeah. and like i was trying to get into it because everyone was so like into that game and i was like like, okay, I'll try to get into it. But deep down, like, I'm being completely honest now because I feel like I would be like, anytime a Sony game comes out, I'm always like behind it. But the, I'm being completely honest. But I was like, yo, I'm not feeling this. Like, I'm going to face the game, but yeah. I'm not like fully in on board on this. Well, I got some bad news for you because this game is 100% more of the same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is it is without a doubt a, a refinement and it is a superior version to the first one in every way, in my opinion um almost every way i i do think some things are actually maybe a little bit more clunkier uh specifically the weapon wheel and how they handle weapons. oh my god yeah um that is that. not not great at all um i'm not even i'm trying to remember how the original one did it i'm believe it was you had your bow and then you had different ammo types like different arrows whereas here you're getting different um bows and and they have multiple types of bows too many in my opinion um and each bow has certain um elemental properties to it so you might get a bow that could do fire and ice um but that's it you, you um and you can upgrade it and then it might add a third uh element property to it um so that that is a uh, um probably one of the downsides to this one is, is that um but i think overall the the entire game is just it is better than the first one it is it looks better. It plays better. Um, killing the dinosaurs is just as fun as ever. My, for me personally, what I really loved about this one was the um, the world. the The world in this one was so much better to me personally. Um, I love uh, that it is in the West. Like I, there, I love a game that puts me in uh, areas I know and and just seeing them destroyed. I don't know what that says about me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, like, yeah, just like uh, I don't think it's a spoiler that San Francisco is in this game, right? So it's literally on the cover. <laughs> yeah. So seeing seeing San Francisco in ruins is is um, you know it, it's very interesting, right? Um, and then there's another location in there that I loved even more. Um, 
So I love that those those environments, the world, it is it's so much so much more fleshed out, so much more interesting than the first one. Um, that was actually one of the things I did not like about the first game was it all so much of it felt the same to me. Like it was Yeah, you couldn't more, relate to anything. No, it was just more trees, um, more villages and, and that kind of stuff. So they have some new weapons in here, which are interesting. Um, the story is very rough to start. Um, I was, yeah, I like, felt I'm, that. Uh, the early stuff was it was brutal man i was not interested at all i wasn't really following i i didn't really uh look up what happened in the first game again i mean it's been i put like 60 hours into that first game and uh don't really remember a ton uh some stuff was coming back as i went but i was just kind of like i really don't know what's going on here um and even is so bad that there was points when they were like talking and I was like, I mean, I was tired, but I was like almost dozing off. <laughs> uh, oh so I was just like, Oh man, I, I, I was kind of bummed out at that point, but um, you know, still enjoying it. Uh, but the second half really picks up um, the story okay. uh, got way better in the second half when uh, stuff started to come together. Um, and then I kind of got hooked at a certain point where I was kind of like, yeah, I, I want to see this through. I really want to uh you know, I want to get the story. I want to keep keep getting uh, some more upgrades and and filling out my skill tree. That's something I really like is that they dole out skill points. Um, they're very generous. Like you go to yeah. the side quest, you get a couple. I always thought it was like based on your levels or whatever, but like I would just be like doing something and it's like, hey, you have a skill point. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> How did yeah, I get one? It, it's really good. So that, that makes it much more engaging. Um, yeah. But uh, like... I will say, like I said, I put 60 hours into that first game and it, it was kind of like just picking up right where I left off, right? And the second I got to the big open world and I just saw all the question marks and, oh my God. and everything and I was just like, uh, I don't think I want to do all this. I don't even know if I want to do a small portion of this. So I, I kind of said, you know what? I'm just going to mainline this. I'm just going to kind of focus on the story. If I... Come, I'll pick up the side quests. If anything kind of piques my interest, um, maybe I'll do it. Um, I'll try to do one of everything just so I kind of get, you know, an idea of all the different side activities, what is new, what isn't. Um, so by kind of doing that, I ended up putting 32 hours into it before I finished it, which was, it did feel quite long. And I, in the end, I mean, I probably did less than 20% of that side stuff. So there's a lot there and and to be perfectly honest i don't really have a desire to go back and do more right now maybe later um some of the side quests were pretty good they were they were interesting but uh, again uh, just at a certain point like it it just kind of felt like i was just doing too much of the same i actually started because uh, i'm like i think four or five hours and i'm not sure i'm basically in the forbidden west now and like, I've noticed so many times when I'm, I'm talking to someone, I start like pressing the skip button or I just kind of quickly read and go forward. Or what they do is I, I kind of, I find this a little annoying. I don't know if you find it a, a little bit annoying, but like sometimes you have a, a, a thing that pops up. You're talking to someone, you should do a mission and you have obviously like the yellow line that you can use to kind of continue, or you have two other lines that you can kind of get more information with. But the other two lines are basically in a way kind of acting as if it's a separate story point but it's not so like i say the thing and then you know like the response i get isn't what i expect or the 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 question that i ask isn't what i expect that it just got to a point where i'm like 
why am I even bothering like asking all this? I don't care. I don't care about learning about any of this. I'm just going to go to the, and that's, I started doing that with Dying Light 2 as well. Because yeah. Dying Light 2, I got to mention this one thing. Dying Light 2, like I know we're talking about like story for a second, but Dying Light 2 story, and so I know that apparently it picks up like later, later on, but some of the stuff is just so stupid. Like, I don't know, and not necessarily story-wise as well, but like some of the, the settings, like there was literally a scene, I'm not going to mention the character because the game just came out, but there's a, there's a scene where you're literally talking to a character in like a subway area. And then all of a sudden you black out and the character has just walked to the end of the tunnel. It's like, Hey, where were you? And I'm like, what? Didn't you just see my, my person pass out? You didn't like, I just think, I was just thinking my brain. I'm like, wait, so she saw me pass out. She walked to the end of the tunnel and was like, yeah, I thought you were never going to come. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the hell just happened? Uh, do you remember that or no? Yeah, uh, It's not like, I, I do remember it, but I don't, really remember it playing out that way but i could be wrong like are you are you sure you didn't button skip the dialogue at all i i hope i didn't because it looks so Cause, funny because <laughs> with that game um when you when you button skip like it it all the like if if in that period of time they kind of like turn their back and walk away like all that gets cut out right like if you if you skip to the next line like all of a sudden they just kind of jump to where they would be later I yeah. wonder if that happened by chance. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, what I'm gonna do is I'm sure there's a walkthrough out there. I'm gonna try to find that specific spot and see if that happened exactly, yeah. and I'll send it to you because, I, like, when that happened, already the story was a little like okay-ish. Yeah. But I was like, when that happened, I'm like, yo, come on, man. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I would. You're. It's very possible with that game. <laughs> like, I, that, would, that would surprise me if that's exactly how it played out. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll do a spoiler cast for Dying Light Two. Because I'm, I, okay. I think Dying Light Two is like the first on my docket because I want to get that out of the way. And then for Horizon, I'm taking my time with. And then Elden Ring, I need to be like, I don't know, like on a beach somewhere with like a pina colada and like have the TV in front of me. I just need yeah. to be in the right setting. But- I'm just going to, I'm going to, yeah, take my time with Elden Ring. A uh, couple, a couple of last things on Horizon. Um, the DualSense controller implementation is awesome in that. Like uh, pull, the bow, the tension on the triggers with the bow is good. Um, even just like the speaker, the, how they use the speaker and the vibration felt, it all felt really good. I really like that. Um, tra- one thing that I really wish that they made better and they didn't was transversing the uh, environment, climbing and all that stuff. It fucking sucks. And oh, it it's like sucks. it's like worse than Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh, it's so bad, man. Like um, I just turned on everything. Like I hit that button, just show me what I need to go climb. I, I just don't care. Like, uh, Wait, how do you turn that on? So I think there might be something in the accessibility settings. Like uh, I kind of went through it and I, I turned on a bunch of stuff and. Oh so my God, like, that's a thing. Yeah. So basically <sighs> if you, when you press in that right stick, it'll highlight the. Yeah. Ledge, the yellow stuff, right? Yeah. Every, every piece of the ledge you could climb on and your grapple points and, and all that stuff. So. Um, oh my God. If I can have that on all the time, that would save so much time, man. <laughs> yeah. You have to, you have to always hit the stick, but um, it's even like, like for example, uh, something that just drove me nuts is um, you have a, a kind of um, uh, an area you go back to often later in the story and it, it, you fast travel to it and it fast travels you not inside, but outside the place. And there's always a wall I got to climb up to get into it. And every single time I get there, I'm like, I, the, I should be able to climb anywhere on that freaking wall. But no, <laughs> I have to go to this one specific area of the wall. And it is super frustrating. Like, just games if, if you're going to be doing this stuff just make it easy like um just let me just climb all over the place even if it's unrealistic it just it, pull a zelda just do it anything you know just do exactly like um 
it's just not a great experience when you have to make sure that you get the right area and and it does the whole uncharted thing of like you just kind of reach out your hand and you got to push in the right direction it's just not engaging um yeah fun at all and and this one's just it might even be worse than the first one like you you get in weird instances where it's like i should be able to jump on there and then you kind of jump and then the character's kind of acting weird like they kind of are on the ledge but they're not and you fall off and yeah, that's that's not fun. Um, there were definitely times when I, I in like the, my time, the time that I spent, like I felt like, hey, like where do I climb? And I like I click the button, and I can see that there's like a yellow point, and I jump on it, but like she just would not grab it. I'm like, is it is this not what I'm supposed to do? And I'm running around, and I jump like the fourth or fifth time, and she grabbed it. I'm like, are you serious right now? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, I overall probably disappointed with the game, but it is still a great game. Like it is still really good. Um, the combat is still really fun and the story got better. Um, so uh, I okay, still so recommend do you, it. But like, do you think like, like end of the year, let's, uh, let's just assume, right. We like, we have other games like Starfield and God of War also coming out at the end of the year with everything you've played so far, do you think it's going to be in the game of the year conversations or is it just going to be a big miss like 2017? Uh, maybe for some, but definitely not for me. Um, not in your at, top 10? Top 10 for sure, but definitely okay. not. Not at the top. Like, it has no chance of being number one for sure. Um, <laughs> like, I, I just, no, I, I've already played, uh, well, two games that I would put above it. So, uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm hoping that the Guerrilla Games kind of sees this as an opportunity to be like, you know what, like, maybe we need, I, actually, I should bring this up. Do you think that this game was held back because it was also on the ps4 do you think that's why we're like it just feels like dlc and not an actual you know progression on the game no i don't think so i don't think that held it back at all like if they had said that this was going to be ps5 only um i can't imagine it being that much better maybe your load times would have been a little bit better or something like that um but i honestly man like no like it is it's so similar to that first game i really believe they they just built off off zero dawn and just improved it like they gave it a new world again love that world um gave they you know some nice refinements in the combat and and weapons and stuff it and and the character models like the main main characters and the side characters not the average citizen in the village but they look incredible like the detail and everything is so good so easily some of the best character models for sure um so the eyes as well which is ridiculous yeah, the eyes it, look really realistic yeah like i just uh looking at this i just can't imagine what they would have done differently to make this so much better if they i don't think the ps4 held them back in any way for sure so okay like you can like you we know that this is a franchise that you know sony's invested in they know that this is you know it's gonna they, they want no they want to make this a new uncharted or god of war or whatever so we know a third game will most likely come out like at that point what do they do like, do you, should they, I mean, they took five years to make this one. Should they wait for five years and pull a God of War? Should they, uh, like, I, I can't think of how can they change this in any way to make it something that's like new and impressive. It's a great question. And I don't think we will get it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I do believe there will be a third one and it will be more of the same. I think I, I they will add some new stuff there. There, uh, no spoilers, but there is a moment at the end, near the end of this game, that is, it, that is that kind of like next level thing of like, oh, okay, this, this is great, like this is something really new, but it's not enough to be like, 
this was worth it type thing, right? Like it is, it's everything around that moment and and that one edition is like, it, it just doesn't make it enough to to carry it forward. And I just don't know what they can do again. Like I I think they really need to. Um, they probably just need to wrap it up. I I, I think yeah. they, they do a third to to kind of continue it on. Hopefully they do enough new stuff. Hopefully they fix, you know, like I said, climbing and, and some of those issues with um, the weapon wheel and that kind of stuff. Um, that's your, I, I just kind of imagine um, it'd be awesome if they came up with something really unique and different, um, but I don't see it. What if they pull like something like a, a mix of Shadow of the Colossus and, and Elden Ring almost of like, all right, you're here. We're not going to tell you too much. There's eight or 12 of these big dinosaurs or monsters or whatever, like you got to kill to be able to get this thing to help save the world, which is what she's always doing for some reason. So like maybe that could be something new, but then it's like, how do you convert people who came for the first two into that? Yeah, I think that's such a good point. I think maybe that's where you double down, double down on the dinosaurs, make bigger yeah. dinosaurs, more, more interesting ones, uh, add maybe some mechanic where like taking down these you know, you kind of work towards something, you know, that just makes you super overpowered, right? You're, you're taking down, maybe like you have like these eight massive dinosaurs in the world and your goal is to take all eight down to build some super weapon that just makes you super exactly. powerful in the end. Something like that would probably be really interesting. Um, and, and, and another thing they could do is co-op. If they added some kind of co-op where you can be with someone else and take those down, uh, that actually, you know what, that probably would be enough for to get me excited. Co-op could have been, I mean, Ghost Tsushima has already done it with their their legend stuff. Like, I don't see why they couldn't have. And they kind of, obviously, I'm not too far into the game, but they do kind of start off with you being with other people and stuff like that. Although Ayla is always like, you know, I don't want I don't want no help. But yeah. I'm like, it'd be so cool if they're like, by the way, co-op person can jump in in this section now. And it's like, all right, perfect, jump in. You know, that could be pretty fun. She She's, um I liked her. Like, early on, she was uh, annoying at the whole, like, I don't need help. I don't need help. Don't yeah. come with me and stuff. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, but later, the way she talks to some of the people is really good. It's really interesting. Like, um, like she's the savior in this area, right? Because of everything that happened in the first game. And there's times where it's just like, she goes up to them and it's just like, I need this thing. And, and the guy's like, well, you need to do three quests for me first. And she's like, or I can just probably just kill you and take and do what I need to do. And he's just like, you're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay, what do I need to do? But she just has this <laughs> attitude of like, okay, like I, I could take you if I need to here. Like, yeah, <laughs> which is kind of funny. All right. So we, obviously we can move on to talking about destiny Two, witch queen, Expansion is finally out. Again, like this is like a packed week, packed month. So it's crazy kind of trying to yeah. deal with all this. I jumped in yesterday and played for a little bit. I, I like they obviously throw you in right into the the first mission, which they kind of did with other expansions as well. And I haven't finished that mission yet because I, I honestly was so surprised by how long it was taking. I was like, yo, like I thought like I you do a couple of things at which point you're like, okay, I think I'm done with this mission. They'll throw me back to the tower. I'll, you know, go to the mission. They're like, nope, keep going. I'm like, oh my God. And I also made a mistake of bumping it up too hard because I'm like, yeah, it's like one mission. I'm up too to hard. I'll get some cool gear and stuff, you know, level up quicker. And now I'm just like going through and I'm like, yo, this is actually kind of ridiculous. But I am, I am actually surprised by how much effort they put into the story coming from playing 
you know, the uh, something light, whatever, binding light or whatever, whatever the last one was uh, coming from Shadow Keep, Forsaken, all that. This actually feels like a campaign versus those were always like, here's the campaign missions. Now go to the tower, do the crucible, do this, do that, come back, stuff. So like, how much have you played and what are your thoughts so far? Because you're very, very new to Destiny 2 that way. Yeah, so um, I've played the, I play, I finished that mission. I've also finished the mission after it. So I've done two so far. Um, and yeah, like, so my history with Destiny 2 is I played Destiny 2, the base game, kind of did most of the content and was pretty much done with it and haven't gone back since. Um, so jumping back into here, I was kind of like, I'm going into this really with no expectations. I kind of have no idea where this game has gone. And when I jumped in, I was very like, <laughs> this is very, uh, a lot has changed here. And um, I was kind of lost, definitely. Um, it, it didn't It didn't feel like it's it's um, geared towards returning players or new players for sure. Uh they they have their tutorials and stuff but at the same time i was i was very lost on a lot of stuff um and so i'm starting to get get my bearings back and um understand some of the systems and all that uh but the last time i played it there was levels and you you got to 20 or whatever and then you had your light level and stuff and and now it's like i don't see anything to do with level i i see a season pass now (laughs) um uh, and so I didn't do the hard, the hard stuff on the legendary difficulty on either of those missions because I'm again like my character has like I I don't even know how the gearing works. I, I was at like what <laughs> did you start like, at thirteen fifty? I was at thirteen fifty. Yeah. Um. But then they said like if you're going to legendary, you, you you'll be fine if you have like a good arsenal of weapons or something. And I'm like well, I don't know what the hell I have. I have yeah. <laughs> these two guns that look that work good. So. Um, I did those and then the next one was like the light level was much higher and and so at that point I was just kind of going everywhere that and talking to everyone and um, and I'm still kind of lost uh, there's like a again it's like I go to this person I talk to them and and they give me something and uh, it doesn't say which queen it just it just says like um, gambit or something and i have no idea what yeah. the gambit is um and so the gambit like, is like this multiplayer mode basically oh okay so yeah, yeah so it's, it is confusing and i can i feel it as you're telling me but i'm like yeah like for anyone new it's it's crazy that they don't do a good job of like bringing you in that hey if you talk to this person this is not necessarily with the story this is just you jumping on to the multiplayer side of things yeah yeah so um yeah there was a the crucible which i knew the crucible at least um, and then, yeah, so I kind of just went to the world and I, I even forgot what a patrol was. I'm like, what was that oh, patrol yeah. again? So I did it and just kind of go and do whatever type thing. Uh, did some of the world quests and now my, my light score is starting to go up that I probably could do the next campaign mission now. Um, I, I jumped into it when I was lower level and uh, I, I hit a tank that was taking me like, seemed like it was going to take me like, a half hour to take down so yeah. i don't know if i was using the wrong weapon or what so i just kind of was like ah, i will just come back when i'm at the right light level um but again it didn't i i didn't even really know what to do at that point i ended up finding uh the there's a, a ghost um that was looked like he was on the other side but now he's coming back and helping you and, and then i saw oh okay he has a ranking system and i can get some gear from him so i have to do some of his bounties but then some of the bounties are like use a solar weapon or a solar class and 
I'm just like, I don't even know what that is. I'm looking at my subclasses and I'm like, is this a solar class? It doesn't say solar. And so I don't know. A lot of it is, again, I skipped every expansion up to this. So probably for the average person, they, they're probably feel just fine, but I'm definitely a little overwhelmed at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I think everyone's going to be going through this who like, cause I, I've played destiny one. I played the expansion then destiny two. I started from the start and did all the expansion. So I kind of have like an idea, like, the, the light level and stuff is not explained very well because initially you're just leveling up to 20 and they're like, yeah, now it's your light level. And they don't explain that you will have to just do stuff like crucible or strikes and stuff like that and hope. Like it's not a thing that's a guarantee and hope that you'll get gear. And sometimes it's rare, sometimes it's legendary, sometimes it's whatever. But the idea that you need, like you'll get gear that is just slightly over level that you currently are and you keep putting that on because if you want to level up, you need to have the highest level stuff on. So sometimes you have to like yeah. put on the shittiest guns you have to be able to get the next gear that levels you up. So like that's literally the grind initially. And then once you reach the end, then you're like, okay, what do I want to play as now? Do I need a scout rifle? So then you start working towards those things. Yeah, I watched a video that kind of filled me in on some of that stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. I just, as I, you know, it's the whole, um, the watermark system in, in New World. As your gear levels up, then you start getting better stuff and, you slowly keep moving up that way, and, um, and I know it's I not. That, that's interesting. It's like I know it's not one to one to to like Lost Ark, but like, what are you like? How are you liking this compared to that? Because I know you love Lost Ark. Like, are you interested in in getting getting more deeper into Destiny Two? Uh, I am, like, because Destiny Two plays awesome. Like, if it, it, it yeah. still feels good. It's, the shooting is very good still. So, um, uh, we'll see. I mean, um. It's up in the air. I'm going to give it a real shot and and go into it. Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to lie. When I was playing Destiny Two, I was kind of like, I think I'd rather just be playing some Lost Ark right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm still super into Lost Ark. That that game's really fun. Um, and I'm just about uh, at the level cap and going to start doing some end game stuff there. So we'll see. I mean, um, maybe I bounce off some of that stuff and then go back to Destiny. I'll juggle them and just kind of see where. I'm having the most fun. I don't, what we'll do is, because I'll, I'll reach to the point that you're at in Destiny 2 and we'll start playing it together and even the campaign and stuff like that. So then this way I can kind of like help you in terms of like what you need to do or where you need to go, stuff like that. Because honestly, you do need a guide. And I wish they start off with uh, like literally an AI created guide almost of like, hey, check this place out. Hey, go here first, whatever. They just got through the tower and everything is just lighted up. <laughs> This game honestly requires like someone to be able to kind of actually be there and, and actually show you the ropes. Um, for me, I have two of my friends, one of them, Sebi, that you know, and another friend, my friend Safe, who are very, very into Destiny. And they were like, they were playing Destiny at a time when Destiny was kind of done and people were hating on it, being like, Destiny 1, what is there? There's nothing in there. But they were fully into it. They were like doing the raid and everything like that. So they were kind of the ones like, okay, I'm on, you got to go here. You got to do this. So I had like a teacher of sorts to kind of get me through that point. And then when I did Destiny 2, I was like, I was like the one that was like, guys, let's do the raid. We have a raid on this day. We, I remember like there was like a, a like a, a, a thing, like you go online to find a group, like a, find me a group or whatever for Bungie, like the raid stuff. And we would yeah. jump on with random people and they're like, cause you need six people to do the raid. And it was actually pretty fun. But like, oh. I just remember like the good times. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would be up for playing it with with you and and Seb and whoever else. Um, just kind of playing it by myself solo, I don't have a ton of desire right now. Like maybe when we start to play together, that will start to drive me forward more. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I like honestly, yeah, that was it's funny you say that because I was kind of thinking that early on. I was like, 
I'm going to have to talk to some people because I kind of have no idea what to do at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally get it. I totally get it. And with that, we can kind of move on to talking about another big news that was just kind of randomly released, I guess, uh, you know, Sony just being Sony. Uh, they released like an image of what the PSVR 2 looks like. Um, they always showed the controllers before. And I mean, it just looks like the Oculus Quest sort of. Obviously, there's a wire. It has the inside out tracking, so you don't need any cameras anymore. Obviously, the, the controllers themselves seem like pretty impressive. How, like, are you into VR at all? Uh, I'm not actually. Uh, I was going to get an Oculus when it was first coming out. Um, and then uh, I couldn't get a video card powerful enough at the time or I couldn't afford it or, or whatever reason. So I, I said, I'm going to hold off until a later version. Um, and honestly, just kind of seeing how VR has just, you know, kind of, it didn't take off like I, I really thought it was going to. And hearing how, like, to this day, sometimes people still get sick. I don't think I will get sick. But um, just even just seeing, like, some of the experiences that come out, like, nothing's like, oh, I really want to play that. Like, Half-Life Half Alex, I do want to play, but not so bad that I'm going to go buy a headset. I've thought about buying the Oculus, the um, Quest, the Quest uh, a couple times, but never pulled the trigger yet think probably when the next version of that one comes out, that might be the one I go with. Um, or maybe the PS PSVR 2, it might be, um, maybe that will be the one. Um, so I, I'm not, you know, super excited for it, but uh, I plan to get one eventually. Yeah, I for me, VR was, it started off with PlayStation VR because I didn't have a PC at that time. So I, I jumped into PSVR and I was just so amazed by like what is possible. I didn't even know it was like that, you know, that, that cool to kind of be in that space. And then there was games like Astrobot and stuff like that that came out on PlayStation. But it never like really grabbed me of that sort because I would have to set it up every time. I would have, I have to bring out all these wires, all that stuff. So my birthday, uh, my my partner, she got me a Oculus Quest. And like that Oculus Quest was like, you know, I, I, I would just fully, even I still have it. I still love it. I play it like all the time. I play Beach Saber, all the stuff. And, you know, not having any wires just kind of changed how awesome it is to experience the the, the headset. And then obviously there's, you can also kind of stream your PC games, uh, your PC VR games straight into your Oculus Quest. And surprisingly, as long as you have a good internet, I played Half-Life, uh, through Half-Life Alex on my Oculus Quest without any wires. And like having like my area, like around like the kitchen area, like an entire area that I kind of moved out of the way to be like an area where I can walk around and Half-Life Alex being what it is, like just such an impressive game, like. I know the Elden Ring right now is kind of taking over in terms of, you know, what it, what is it's doing for open world games. That's what Half-Life Alex has done for gaming in general. To kind of, it, it's like so hard to explain, but like when you're in there, anything that you think it's intuitive as like a human being, you being in a space, ducking down, uh, reloading your weapon, you know, picking something up, uh, throwing it to cause a distraction, all that stuff is literally possible in that game. And Valve was able to do that after playing Half-Life Alex, And like, I was never really huge into Half-Life. I, I played through Half-Life uh, 2 and all the episodes before I played Half-Life Alex just to kind of catch up on the story. But playing that, I was like, oh my God, I if Half-Life 3 comes out on VR, I'm all in. Like, this is crazy that this is, it feels like a proper game. It doesn't feel like a game that's like a job simulator experience or whatever. You know, you just do like have fun and that's it. This actually feels like a full 70 80 dollar video game which is crazy yeah i think you brought up uh, exactly one of the other reasons i haven't uh, jumped in yet was the having to have all these cables and yeah. um, things attached to your room and, and all that kind of stuff was uh 
I, that was just too much hassle for me. So um, that's why these, some of these new ones that are either just a single cable or um, or don't have any cables at all are, are where I'm kind of at the point where, yeah, I think I might do it now. And then another reason too is, um, and, and you kind of mentioned it, uh, I thought about it when you were talking about Half-Life Alex. Uh, typically I game, I want to relax. And uh, the thought of having to be up and moving and uh, all this stuff is doesn't seem super relaxing either. Um, but I definitely want to jump in. I, I want to experience it uh, in the near future, but I just wanted it to be as painless as possible. Yeah, you do have to actually be ready to be active because when you're aiming, your aim, everything like that matters. When you're out of the bullets, you got to like reload yourself. Uh, in Half-Life, in, in, in the Half-Life Alex's case, you have to like have like ammo, like you have to pick up ammo and keep it with you. And then obviously you bring it out to kind of put it in your weapon. So if you don't have ammo, then you're like, all right, I got to look for ammo. You're running around, people shooting at you. So it is very much like, it's not like, all right, let me pause for a second. It's very much like, oh my God, I'm stuck in the space. What do I do? Yeah. For sure. But it is like I, I for me that's what excites me about PSVR two now because they I'm hoping that Sony has seen what can what is possible on the VR in the VR space and what you know Oculus has been doing and what Valve was able to do and if Sony is able to actually kind of get that backing of like having like big studios like Naughty Dog stuff like that like to say hey can you have like a small team that does like a Last of Us VR game or you know Uncharted VR game stuff like that and like they can bring that like I know there's a Horizon VR game already coming out like day one with this thing. So for me, I'm like, okay, if they can actually get them and they can invest this money with these studios that have made all these games that we love, that could be a, a fun a fun experience for everyone. I think that might actually be the step that gets everyone to say, I honestly don't think it's going to be easy to find these to begin with because of the whole chip shortage to begin all that stuff. But I'm hoping that at least like now P VR will be more popular and then therefore we'll get more people to, you know, more studios to invest time and money into the VR space. I'm happy Sony's invested in it. I honestly didn't think they were going to come up with a second one. I thought it might have been a one and done type thing, but that's great that they're going and they're going to push it forward. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm excited. And with that, we can close off this episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Really means a lot. Uh, please email me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. Trevor, where can they find you? Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Trevor Her. That's Trevor H E R R. We will definitely try to do our Dying Lights two spoiler cast, and then hopefully, I, I think Elden for Elden Ring will do kind of like the Lost Ark uh, check in. We'll do Elden Ring check ins because that game. I don't think we can do a spoiler cast for a very long time. I think no. we're gonna we don't want, we don't want to rush that. So I'm going to take my time. I I suspect three months or so before I finish. <laughs> but who knows? I I might just goal in one month we'll see i know and obviously next week i know trevor is really excited for grand turismo 7 so we'll definitely be talking oh, about oh that yeah, all my elder ring time is going <laughs> to so i just want to drive more, more cars in the circle <laughs> all right thank you everyone see you next time thanks